Good morning, everyone out there. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living, here on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Also, all of our programs are available on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. Uh, and we're we're very happy to have a great guest here today with us. We always have great guests on Artful Living. Uh, but this is a group that is... Um, where are you out of, uh, Philip? So uh, our camp is in Plainfield, New Hampshire, uh, right right at the intersection of 8991 uh, uh, Interstates. There's 15 minutes off of that uh, in uh, central western New Hampshire. Central western New Hampshire. Okay, awesome. Um, so Singing Hills is a, is a Christian camp, a conference center, a retreat center um, in New Hampshire, and... I have to say, I was lucky enough to join you a couple of years ago with a group of young singers, mm-hmm. and um, had a wonderful experience. had a had a very welcoming experience yep. at Singing Hills. So <laughs> it's only natural that I would ask you to come on Artful Living. <laughs> so Philip Lee, you are executive director of Singing Hills. Um, yep. Tell us a little bit. What is Singing Hills all about? Sure. Uh, our our main focus, our main ministry, our main calling, um, is really about um, maintaining a camp, maintaining a place where Christian leaders can bring their groups to, to minister to them, right? So um, we, we do very little of our own programming. Our focus is really on a group of people across New England who are, they're, they're Christians, they're people in churches, and they have an idea or a calling or a, you know, they've been told <laughs> you're now planning the retreat. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, there's this person who is, is planning a retreat or has an idea for a retreat and they're looking for a spot. Like where, where can I go? It's going to understand what I'm trying to do. It's going to give me the, the food's going to be good. The, the accommodations <laughs> are going to be nice. Yeah. The meeting space is going to be good. And uh, the, I got some nice recreation, uh, some activities to help me fill out my schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're looking for a spot, and and that is that's where we come in. That's what we provide is we want to connect with people who are uh, planning retreats, doing retreats, and we our job is to come alongside them and just remove as much of the practical things from their plate so that they can focus on ministering to their people, whether that's youth, women, and men, uh, whatever kind of retreat that they want to do. Mm-hmm. We're there to to bear the load and take the practical stuff out of the way so they can they can focus on their people. Right. And uh, the the space that you have, the uh, beautiful outdoors and, and, mm-hmm. and um, all of the opportunities to do have, you know, a bunch of different events, all of this, you know, while they're staying oh, yeah. there, um, yeah. is really a plus. It's just a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. center. Um, yeah. And one of the big selling points, I think, is that um, all of that work that would go into planning for a retreat is something they don't have to worry about. Right, you right. can just give that to them. So that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So what's and happening it, this summer? So this, this our summer is the busiest season, um, obviously, because the school is not in session, and so um, we have we we break up things uh, basically on there's what happens on the weekend, which is Friday to Sunday, and then there's what happens kind of Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. So mostly this summer we have. Uh, family camps, churches from Massachusetts, greater Boston area, who are coming up with their, and they're doing mostly family retreats. Um, families will get together for the weekend, and they'll come to Singing Hills. They'll have 
arrive Friday night. Mm-hmm. They, they have enjoy the recreation, the pool, the pond, the soccer fields. Um, and then Saturday night, they have a kind of a session, an evening session. And then Sunday morning, they do church together and they go home. So mostly that's what's happening on the weekends. Is churches great. doing family retreats. And then during the week is a little different. What happens is um, there's lots of churches or ministries who want to do camp, uh, like a four or five day event, a camp, and then um, the but they don't own their own camp. Right? Right, <laughs> they don't have right. their own place to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's again the ministry that we provide is that we we provide the spot and we take care of the meals and the recreation accommodations and meeting rooms um, so that churches can do run a youth camp or ministries can have a week long gathering. That's great. Um, so that's. That's what's happening all through the the weeks of July and August. Yes. So I have to say the food was great when we were there. Mm. Our group <laughs> really enjoyed uh, the, the the folks that were not only... I think one of the meals, I remember one of the chefs coming out and sitting with us. Um, yeah. And we had a great we had a great conversation. It was yeah. very um, homey. How's that? Very... Um, yes. yeah. It just feels like you're one of the family and at home yeah. and with yeah. just good food. It's awesome. So that was yeah. great. I mean that's that's a huge part of our ministry is uh, is what happens in the kitchen and the dining room. It's three <laughs> times a day. It's a big deal. It's a big you know if the food uh, is not nice at a retreat, you yeah. know it's like all right, this is not a very good place. <laughs> so it's a, yeah, it's really, a big part. Yeah, we really focus on uh, providing good uh, homemade food uh, just uh, so that people can enjoy it, and it's a it adds to the quality of the treat and doesn't create any sort of distraction or <laughs> absolutely from, from well, what's going on you know what your, your whole your whole statement of faith is based on you know the ministry of bringing people yep. together right with yep. with a, a god-centered message yep. and so much of that we've actually talked about that on artful living in the past when we've had folks in you know whether it's talking about a restaurant or an experience mm-hmm. at some place um how important Eating and meeting together at meals is, I mean, that is, we don't stop to think about it, I think, but let's face it, I mean, some of the best interaction and communications you can have with human beings happen across the table at a meal. Totally. It's very important. So, And even we, for us, even when you look at the book of Acts, one of the early descriptions of the church is, um, that they were praying together, they were studying the Word together, they were having communion, and they were eating together. Yes, <laughs> right? it's so, all true. <laughs> uh, so, so that's, uh, this, this is, when you come to Singing Hills, it's one of the most powerful things about a, taking a church on a retreat um, is that you get to have a whole experience of church. A typical Sunday is you, you come, you, you study the Word together, you maybe pray together, do some singing, Mm-hmm. Maybe chat and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. But when you come on a retreat like that, you're able to have the full picture of what the church is. You come together, you spend time praying together, you spend time eating together. You spend, you can really have real conversations with each other, right? And you have service together, you play together. Um, and just it's such a it's such a much fuller and rounder experience when you have just the, the space and the time to really fellowship yeah. together. I can't imagine, um, you know, I haven't really, although we had a group called Piccolo Opera, the the young singers that came, um, what you're saying right now, I I didn't really understand that kind, that part of what you offer, that it's really a service for any church to be able to get together on that level. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, I really think that it's important to have such a wonderful opportunity for churches to come and grow together. And mm-hmm. Singing yep. Hills is a beautiful place to do it. Yep. Um, you know, we're going to be, in a bit, we're going to be taking a little break. But when we come back, I would really love to hear a little bit of the history. Um, I assume that you've been in business for quite a long time. Yes, yeah, last year we celebrated 50 years. Oh so. my goodness, 50 <laughs> years, wow. Yeah. All right, so I'm sure there, I'm sure there is a great story here yeah, with yeah. regard to your history. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll probably take our little break because I don't want to, you know, have to stop in the middle of what we're saying. And when we come up on the other side, uh, we'll talk about the history of Singing Hills. Um, Singing Hills is in Plainfield, New Hampshire. We're speaking with Philip Lee, Executive Director of Singing Hills. And if anybody had any um, questions or they would like to discuss any of the retreats, their email is retreats at singinghills.net. Retreats at singinghills.net. And uh, somebody would get back to you and give you some information if you have a church or a gathering uh, that you think might fit here in Singing Hills. So, we're going to take a little break, hang tight out there, we're going to come back on the other side, and we are going to talk about the history of Singing Hills in Plainfield, New Hampshire. Welcome back to Artful Living here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. This is Jane Comier, your host, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. For those of you that might be just joining us, today we have a a guest that is the Executive Director, Philip Lee, of Singing Hills, which is a Christian camp conference and retreat center in Plainsfield, New Hampshire. And uh, we talked a little bit, an introductory kind of conversation in our first segment about what Singing Hills offered and, um, you know, a little bit about facilities. But when we ended the first section, we really wanted to try to talk about the history of Singing Hills, which evidently is quite extensive. You have been in business for 50 years. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) That's quite a tribute. So tell us, how did Singing Hills get started? Yeah, it's a a really wonderful story, actually. Um, It it starts with the... Um, Earl and Marion King. So they they were a family, a couple um, that had a farm right in the, in New Hampshire here. Um, and sort of at the end of their life, um, they really started to think about um, spiritual things. And there was a pastor in, in town who invited them to to uh, a movie to see a, <laughs> a movie that had a had a sort of explanation of who Jesus is and and what his message was. And they they really were impacted by that, and they and they really started thinking about who Jesus is and what um, what his message was, what the what happened on the cross, and how to deal with their their sin and uh, and what their relationship with God was like. And so they they chose they came to understand uh, they believe in Jesus and repent of their sins, and, and they were uh, kind of understanding what it means to be a part of the church now, part of the body of Christ, where we care for one another and love one another. And the pastor was talking with them, and um, his name was Warren Beeble, um, and he was just talking to them one day about uh, camp, the power of uh, camp, that this is a when you gather people together and you go to a different place, and and as we kind of were talking about before, where you spend time together, where mm-hmm. you read the Bible together, you 
eat together, you pray together, you talk together about what's going on in your life. This is just just a super powerful tool for church leaders in ministering to their people. And the place that he had done that for years had um, changed what they were doing, and he couldn't go there anymore. So he was talking about, man, I don't know where I'm going to go to camp. Uh, take take huh? some people to uh, take my church to camp. And uh, Mr. King was kind of list- just listening to what he was saying and uh, just said, well, I'm, I, I don't know much about camp, but I want you to come take a walk with me. And so he walked around his, his property and, um, the long and short of it is that that he wanted to give 135 acres of his you know family land of his uh, ancestral oh property goodness to Warren to start a camp. <laughs> he said, you know, I I I lived my whole life kind of not understanding who Jesus was and and not really understanding the forgiveness that I'm able to receive from him and the peace of God that I'm <laughs> that I'm able to have and. I understood that at the end of my life, and I want to give this property to wow. you so that people can come and hear about the good news about Jesus and what what life with Him is like. Um, what so a just a, gift. Just oh, a wonderful, amazing gift that He gave to, to Warren, uh, and he then they kind of started, they started clearing land, and uh, the first... Um, first building was built by they cut down a bunch of pine trees milled the lumber right there on the on the site and wow. and put up the first building isn't so. that something so around 1973 yes yep wow and what a gift huh did he live long to see what you turned he, into he did i mean i think um i don't know exactly when he passed away but it was about about 10 years after the camp started i think he had passed okay. away so he he saw the first buildings come and the first guests arrive. And, wow! Uh, was a, was a part of uh, the beginnings of uh, clear of the construction of the camp. <laughs> so imagine it was the showing of the film from yeah. Warren what Bebo you said yep. that was the linchpin to all of this happening. Yeah, yeah. You just never know, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you never know what's around the corner. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. All right, so so we had the 1973. It was established, and um, what did the what did the next few years bring? What was the next decade? Yeah. So in uh, in the 70s, that uh, was the building. Of the the first building was built. A couple of years later, it, it was ready to house guests. And mm-hmm. um, so from the beginning, there was a there was a lot of different stuff that would go on. Like they would have sometimes local kids would come in. Uh, they would have day camps. They did. They were experimenting with lots of different things, and um, then. But there was always that element of inviting people in uh, to provide a space for them to spend time together. To these this group of people that knows each other, and they're coming here. We're going to host them, and and that was always a part. And that just sort of kept growing mm-hmm. um, through the seventies, and then in the eighties, uh, they. They built uh, our bigger, the first building that was built was the lodge, and that holds about 50 people. Mm-hmm. and has the main dining room in it. Um, and then in, in the 80s, they were able to, they started a, to build a bigger building, and that's what we call the chapel. It has about 120 beds and a meeting room that will host 120 people, uh, oh. 200 people. Cool. Um, so they, 
they just there was demand for more people to come in, and uh, so they they really felt like we want to build a building. And there was actually a foundation, the Day Foundation, that worked with us with Singing Hills. They they gave a loan at that time. It was about forty thousand dollars <laughs> to uh-huh. to build a big building, and then as soon as the the building was done, the foundation canceled the the loan. They, they forgave it, and the debt was cleared. And, oh my goodness! So um, wow, Providence lots, again. <laughs> yes, right. lots of stories like that. So in the eighties, a couple more buildings were built to the point where it they could house. Uh, we could sleep. We have 200 beds, and and you have a, a combination of things. So you could have a group of 180 to 200 people, one group here all together at the same time, or because there's multiple buildings, which this happens more often, is that we could have two, three, four groups here at the same time, and they all have their own meeting space and their own lodging space, and then they, they kind of share the dining room in mm-hmm. shifts. Wow. So... That's awesome. Very good. So that brings us through the 80s, 90s. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the COVID situation? Because you know what? You stayed open, didn't you? Yes, we did. That that was fortuitous for my group, I know, because, (laughs) you know, my little group really was searching to try to find a place where we could safely get together. It was only, Mm -hmm. it was very small. I mean, I think we had only 10 people. Um, But still, you know, those 10 young singers... Mm-hmm. Because of your facility, we're able to get up every day, sing mm-hmm. four or five hours, mm-hmm. perform together, learn together, and then offer some concerts um, at the yeah, end of their yeah. stay. They kept yeah. singing, which was yeah. important. Um, right, right, right. And so, how did you handle COVID? Yeah, so uh, you know, it was a it was kind of a crazy time for everybody. <laughs> you yeah. know, especially at the beginning, we didn't know what was going on, and um, the state of New Hampshire um, didn't want us hosting any guests from March until the uh, beginning of June. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't, we didn't have anybody um, during that, that little period. Right. And what, what we did during that time actually was um, we had, we had a commercial kitchen. We have, we had a chef um, and we, we got the idea of, well, why don't we just do takeout meals? I mean, everyone needs <laughs> their, That's right. their, uh, there's some people are still working the, their, um, they don't know what's going on with food, but so we were able to provide takeout meals, and that became a big thing through March, April, and May. Good for you. We, in the every evening, we would do a meal, and then people could say, "All right, this is how many people I'm feeding," and then we would have an entree, a side, and a <laughs> vegetable. And um, so that, there it is. That was a really cool thing Good for, for you. locals to come and just get some home cooked food and, <laughs> and take it home. And fabulous. Um, so, and then as soon as we were able to start having people again which was at the end of June, then, uh, you know, we, we were ready because we were a private property and we were kind of in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, we were able to operate with some less restrictions. Yeah. And, um, then we were, and because we had the chef, we were able to, to host small groups who were, who were still interested in doing something. Right. Um, and so like your group, Kay, we did a lot of interesting stuff. We, that was a really special treat to have, um, the, the opera, this, the <laughs> songs and the opera, the group there, that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we had a good then, time. Yeah. And, uh, then we had a lot of different, we had a lot of, uh, families or smaller groups, people who were interested in, 
getting together. They they all sort of knew each other. They knew it was kind of safe to get together, right. and they just needed a place that was open and that would host them. And so we, you know, uh, we were, we really felt that it's, even though, you know, it was uncertain what was going on or there, there's, uh, you know, the virus going around, mm -hmm. connection with people is still very oh, important. Even <laughs> so more we, so, yes. Yes, and we were committed to, like, we're, whatever we can do, we, we're, we're going to be open, and, and when somebody calls about something, we want to make it work. Absolutely. And so Good was, for you. I mean, you get yeah. so much credit because you forged ahead at a time when it wasn't easy to do so. How many yeah. people just, you know, shook their heads and gave up? And right, right. your facility did not, Singing Hills did not. So, to me, that, that was a that was an indelible point in my mind of a group that that's really worthy of their mission. So good yeah, for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're going to take another little break here on WKXL Artful Living here. Jane Comey, your, your host. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang tight because we will be right back. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here, WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, we have a guest, Philip Lee, who is the executive director of Singing Hills, which is in Plainfield, New Hampshire. And this is a Christian camp conference and retreat center in New Hampshire. And our first two segments, we sort of got to know a little bit about uh, what your what your organization is all about. So again, if anybody has any uh, desire to look and see what's offered at Singing Hills, it's very simple, singinghills.net. And if you have questions about a retreat, you have to write them retreats at singinghills.net. So you got got it covered both ways here. Certainly, yeah. if you have any any questions, call them because it's a wonderful group. Um, all right. So I notice here on your website, Philip, that you have a bunch of events happening in the fall. Yes. Yeah. So tell us. I mean, this is pretty cool. So the summer is, from what I'm understanding, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me. Um, the summer is about bringing outside groups in at their at their t request, right? Yep. yep. And uh, the fall, you offer a few events. Is that correct? Yeah. So in, there's a the every weekend, every fall and spring, we have about three or four weekends where we um, we do some of the programming, and that was really started by the last director. Um, he and his wife, uh, his name is Don Jordan. He was the director before me for for thirty years, and his wife wow. Judy. Okay. Um, they they sort of started a ministry. Um, we had the, the ministry of hosting groups, which is kind of all throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, but they also wanted um, to start a ministry. Judy was really interested in um, caring for weary uh, women, <laughs> so other other women who are you know long term caregivers or just just uh, they just. You know, just life is hard yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. just get tired, and you need need a chance to get away. And so, um, they she designed some ladies retreats um, that that focus on some sort of craft, um, and also has so it has it's a chance for these ladies to come and do quilting or scrapbooking or fiber arts like knitting and crocheting. Um, they have a chance to 
you know, several hours to kind of do their craft, which is mm. not what usually they uh, don't have time to do. They, they have to fit it in here and sure, there. Right. They have a whole day where they can do that. And then uh, they have a chance to come with their friends and they, they can talk to each other and minister to each other and just care for each other. And then in the evenings, there's a session where a speaker will come and kind of explain uh, there's different themes and um, and passages from the Bible and cool. they just get ministered to by uh, by a lady who um, sharing the the gospel with them and the word. Um, How cool. So it's a really wonderful time for these ladies to to get a break from their normal life, spend time with each other, mm-hmm. be refreshed, get get the, all the meals are taken care of for them. They don't have to cook anything. Yeah, <laughs> nice. They're just uh, able to to get refreshed and rejuvenated. So. so absolutely. If anybody's interested in these, you would go to singinghills.net yep. and you just hit our events. And yep. they start in October. And what I do like is that they are very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, all welcoming a certainly for, for a woman who might be looking for that specific um, art form or yeah. Do you call it an art form? I guess so. But the yep. first one is She Seeks Retreat, which I think is yep. pretty cool, late October. Yep. And um, it's just ladies getting together to seek or discuss or get together. Yep. And on a- that, that's much more content-based, you know, especially for you know, ladies who are working through any sort of grief or any sort of hard situation. That's uh, mm. it, a It's a chance to kind of process through whatever they're going through awesome. with the Lord. Um, it's just a, so that's really helpful. Yes. I mean, She Seeks Retreat. So that's October 27th to the 29th. Mm-hmm. I really like this next one um, that you have in November, Memories That Matter, Scrapbooking yeah, yeah. Retreat. Now, I have to yeah. tell you, I know so many people. I don't know why this is. Maybe it's because I've always been overly busy you know but family moms running running the family and doing all that stuff they don't tend to do some things that they might be interested in how many times i have heard them say i wish i had done scrapbooking right when their kids were younger you know and i totally get it because i'm one of those people um this is a a scrapbooking retreat in late november or early november i should say two to two to the two to the fifth Yep. November 2nd to the 5th. And it's a Christian scrapbooking and rubber stamping event for women. That yep. is just cool. Yep. And, <laughs> and that is, it's such a, it's such a special time because uh, you can, the ladies come and they bring their, it's, they're doing family vacations or they're doing family history or weddings or uh, just, they're working on various different scrapbooking projects. Uh, and really the, the, title is so apt because it, it, it is these memories that really matter and it's, it's it's really cool to see somebody work on a project for the weekend like they relive the vacation yes. or they relive the wedding and and then they pass it on to their kids yes, and exactly. and it's just memorialized in a really clear and helpful way absolutely know? i i you know i'm too old now right my kids are all grown by by far <laughs> but um certainly something i think that in in a small way, you could even take it up, even if it was just a, you know on yeah. a small you know yeah, yeah, situation yeah. or period of time. But mm-hmm. scrapbooking retreat, I love that November second to the fifth. Um, now heavenly stitches quilt retreat, um, yeah. that is in November as well, number not uh, November ninth to the twelfth, yeah. and yeah. that is Christian quilting and handwork event yeah. for women. I would assume that in New Hampshire, that's a pretty big group. Yes, it is. Yeah, there, there's quite a few ladies who uh, come to that, and they're they're always working on uh, some quilts or pillows or different kind of sewing projects. And yeah. 
the it's a what it, it's also a great time because they get a huge sort of blocks of time during in two or three days <laughs> where they can get a lot accomplished. You finish a quilt, <laughs> yeah. or you know they they have the you know these little blocks of time that they make a little little bits of progress, but then they can come to the retreat and. Oh, they are able to finish a quilt or something sure. to pass on to their family or give a gift or something. So, and when you stop to think about how how community that was in the old days, you know, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when families and women would get together to sew together, you know, the sewing yeah. circle and yeah. the dialoguing and the figuring out problems and the worship right. that yeah, could yeah. happen. So right. that's really very cool. Um, I had somebody on, we had someone on Artful Living a couple of weeks ago uh, that has a, uh, a uh, what is it, a 55 plus community, I guess, that has a group of people that quilt things for other folks yeah. and um, real calling for these ladies. It's a real yeah, calling. Yeah. But yeah. this this quilting in New Hampshire is nothing to sneeze at. There are so yeah. many women that yeah. are really into this, that really oh, yeah. take this yeah. as a serious endeavor. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. And it's a beautiful art form. You know? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. It's tangible. amazing, the stuff that they make. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I totally agree. Totally agree. All right. Now, the next one, our our general manager here, when she she heard about crocheting, her, I saw her eyes go, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, so the, the one in November is Fibers of Faith. Yeah, knitting yeah. and crochet retreat. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Isn't that cool? Crochet. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love crochet. So yeah. I'm sure that this one, late November, early December, is a yeah. big one as well. Yes, it all it is. It's, it's great, and the, the that particular one, all the ladies they you know bring their their chairs and they sit in a uh, big circle, and they're all uh, knitting <laughs> or crocheting and chatting, and it's they make they make things, and they all have like the shawls that they wear, and it's uh, so oh, sure. that's a really they have just a, a wonderful time together. Uh, I'll bet you know you can really. You know what I notice about this this population, these folks that get together with crochet, is the amount of learning they do while they crochet. Because someone will say, "Oh, how'd you do that?" And the other one says, "Oh, I want to learn how to do this," and they share it. And it's just an. There always seems to be trying to learn a new pattern or something. That's pretty cool. Yes. So um, I, I see one more listed in September, and then another one in December. It's a retreat for men and women. Mm-hmm. And um, this one must be, um, you know, kind of like a, a silence or a prayer-based yes, retreat. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about so that one. It's a that's a really special retreat. It's a uh, it's a it's a retreat for silence and solitude, and um, it's something that you know our culture that you know it's not that common. But it's uh, the great thing about this retreat is that it, you're sort of guided through the process. If, if it's sort of new, this idea of uh, of a si- time of silence or a time of solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of a new idea for you. This is a great retreat because um, uh, Don Jordan, he's the was the former director, he sort of walks you through the process. Um, and there's, there's times to connect sort of every day uh, and he explains what's going on. And it, what it is is a chance for people to come and simply be silent before God and listen. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, taking in or <laughs> there's a time for reading or researching or uh, praying or, um, you know, I- interacting with other people. But there's all there's something really special about um, taking some time to just be silent and listen. Yeah, not, and not we're, easy. We are constantly amazed at the stories of what how people are impacted by just 
simply listening and what how God speaks to them. It's, uh, it's amazing. You know what? Um, we're going to take a little break here. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about that. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about Philip Lee, the executive director of Singing Hills. So this is Jane Cormier, Art for Living, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome back to WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and of course, our new 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, We have Philip Lee today as a guest, if you're just joining us, Executive Director for Singing Hills in Plainfield, New Hampshire, and Singing Hills is a Christian camp conference and retreat center. So if you were just joining us here at WKXL Art for Living, we were talking in the last segment about a silence and, a silence and solitude retreat being offered um, in September and again in December uh, at, at, your, at your facility, Singing Hills. And um, I was really struck by this because this is something actually that Christian historically, Christians historically would do would be, yes. would have a period of yep. of being quiet quiet mm-hmm. enough to really listen mm-hmm. and if folks aren't used to hearing about these um retreats i think that they're very very important to know about especially today because we have never needed silence <laughs> more than we do today <laughs> yes uh, so true yeah <laughs> we are crazy and we're on steroids crazy all the yeah. time with technology with everything um, I imagine that it must be challenging if someone isn't used to prayer or, you know, yeah. silent reflection to have 48-hour yeah. retreats. Um, yeah. How do they do with that? So, yeah, it's, and, um, but we, we uh, Don has kind of created a schedule that breaks up uh, the times, and so it makes it sort of really uh, accessible. Um, it, during your first night, there's an introductory meeting where we talk, everybody talks and gets to know each other. And then kind of that, after that meeting from night until breakfast, um, is a time of silence and solitude. There's a chance to meet in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, so like from nine till, till dinner time is another time of silence. And one interesting thing is that sometimes it's, <laughs> it's a little stretching experience as a silent lunch, right? Okay. So you, you have time, you know, time by yourself, uh, during the morning, and then we get together for lunch, uh, but there's a silent meal. Sure. So it's a, you just eat together in silence, uh, which is an interesting experience. Well, right? I and think then, that's uh, pretty cool. I mean, they used uh, to yeah. do it for centuries in monasteries yeah. for yeah. a reason, yeah. right? Yeah, and then and then you have dinner. You can then you get you can chat with each other at dinner time, and then there's a chance to to connect uh, with a, with the whole group if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not forced to do that if you really want to be silent, but. Right. Um, yeah, chance to connect and and kind of just share what you're hearing uh-huh. from God uh, in the evening, and then there's another in the night. Then there's another uh, segment of silence and solitude, Very and then cool. it kind of closed up Sunday morning with the final sharing time together. So, the retreat so, uh, fees for this are so inexpensive yeah, that yeah. one should jump at the opportunity to give this a try because you know what? Until you've been to something like this, which I have a couple of times, yeah. um, you it's hard to know. It's yeah. hard to understand how fulfilling they are and yeah, how yeah. important and they can be. The, and that's an element, actually, that's in, involved in sort of almost every retreat. It, that you you have to fight for that to like actually to, to make the time and mm-hmm. to, to to 
make the reservation <laughs> to say, all right, I'm going to set aside this money. Right. It's, it's a little, it can be a bit of a struggle to, before you get on the retreat. And then this happens again and again and again. When you're leaving the retreat, then you realize it's fully clear to you, man, I needed that. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. That <laughs> was so Absolutely. important. I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Uh, it's not always obvious at the beginning because it's hard work. It's a fight uh, to, to, to rest, you know, to stop. Um, yes. And so w- w- when you do it, when you kind of bite the bullet and say, all right, I'm going to commit to this. Mm-hmm. You, the value is just overwhelms you, especially totally. as you leave. And you uh, won't forget it. Absolutely right. agree. hundred percent. So this is non-denominational. Correct. Yes. Yes. It so is. folks need to know that, right? That yes, that we're right. not talking about any specific um, religion, all Christian based. Yes. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah. you you sort of do your own silence prayer on your own, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beyond beyond the you know the like you said the the points where um, was it Don? Uh, yes. Don Jordan will sort of help you through the what's yeah. happening when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that is just awesome. And you have two of those again, September 26th to the 28th, and then December 8th to the 10th. Yes. Wonderful. Now, listen, if anybody out there is interested, singinghills.net is Mm -hmm. the information website. If you have questions about the retreats, you can always go to retreats at singinghills.net, and -hmm. somebody will get back to you with questions, any questions Mm -hmm. you might have. Um, Don. Uh, Philip, excuse me, I'm looking at my, my website. Philip Lee, tell me a little bit about what brought you to Singing Hills. Yeah, so actually, um, uh, I was the, I was in college, uh, actually in Georgia, far away. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was living with a guy who was dating Don and Judy's daughter. Uh, so he was, he, he was, that's how he got connected. He said, hey, come, <laughs> come work at a summer camp with me. So I said, oh, sure. I mean, you know, I was uh, not doing anything else until I, I came up, and that's how um, <laughs> I was first involved and just absolutely fell in love with with that. It was where I discovered my love and were gifting for hospitality, really. Uh, just what we would, during the summertime, we would be hosting groups and uh, got to interact with so many different churches, hmm. um, so many different denominations, and people from cultural, so many different cultural backgrounds. and. Uh, just take care of them and see how they do camp and so cool. serve them. And so in the early 2000s, I was, as a college student, I was working at um, Singing Hills and just uh, fell in love with <laughs> with it. And uh, then I, I went away and did some other things. I was uh, um, worked with residential, I worked in home for residential teens, a Christian uh, discipleship program in Vermont. And then I was a missionary in India for a while, met my wife in India and got married there. Oh my goodness. And uh, then came back to the States and just remembered, you know, from Singing Hills, I, I loved hospitality. And so I got into hotel management for a couple of years and it, w- it was beginning to be a little bit too much uh, as far as time commitment. They were working 70, 80 hours a week and, yeah. you know, just kind of praying about, all right, Lord, this is, this is <laughs> a little too much. What do you want me to do? Um, then it's the season of prayer aside to pray about that. And then as soon as that season was over, I got a call that Singing wow. Hills was looking for an associate director. Amazing. Who would be, be trained to be the next executive director. You know, I'll never forget. I got, I was, <laughs> in a, got the call at a grocery store, heard about it. And immediately I just knew uh, this is where God sent me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that was a clear call. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're not that clear. It's <laughs> very good. Good for you. So, and so it's been 20, how, how many years have you been there? 
this is my ninth summer, so it's ninth almost summer. 10 years. 10 yeah. years. Wowie zowie. And so do you think you'll be doing another 10 more? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we we see ourselves being here for a while longer. Yeah, Good. yeah. We, Good we love you. the ministry and uh, it's great for our family. Yeah. So, and also, I want everyone to know, um, having brought someone and bang, being up there, uh, I think I've been up there about three times, but one for yeah. one extended stay. Um, yeah. Really, just a beautiful place, very yeah. heavily wooded. There's places to take walks. Mm. Um, you yeah. have a, a pool. You have a, uh, is there swimming in a lake, I believe? Yeah, in the pond, yep. In the pond, yeah. yeah. And uh, just open spaces. It's beautiful. It's it's a really beautiful place, worthy of someone um, certainly taking a group to there for whatever purpose, for whatever, you know, praying or just family, whatever, get together. Um, yep. But all based on Christian, you know, mm-hmm. yep. Christian doctrine, right? Yep, yep. So awesome. as, long, as long as you, you know, there's a, a couple things that we, we need to agree on in order to, to, for the leaders to host a retreat. That's just the, that Jesus is God and that he's the way to salvation and the Bible Mm-hmm. is the Word of God. And, you know, if you love Jesus and believe the Bible, <laughs> everything that's in it, yes. um, then then we would love to have you here. And, then, and you know, anybody, we really mean anybody, can come to camp uh, and hear about Jesus and, and the truths that are in the Bible and how they can uh, impact their lives. And Absolutely. so we, as long as the, we, the leaders, uh, that's kind of the perspective that they're coming from, um, we, we, we want to have them here. Yes, Absolutely. You never know who you're going to touch um, yep. in that kind of situation. And I I, man, I imagine that, uh, you know, you don't want to put too much around that because, like you said, you just yep. never know. So yep. they have, uh, you have a beautiful, the Maple Ridge Chapel, which is a nice mm-hmm. big place. It's mm-hmm. it's really nice in there. Um, and, and what, how many did you say that that holds? Um, that is, it's about 250 people can fit in that meeting room. Wow. Um, beautiful. Yeah, very, very nice. And uh, your Mountain View Lodge, which I guess is your main building? Yep. Okay. And what is Hillside that, House? Hillside House, is a, so that's a, that's a great place for small groups. It's a real intimate environment. It has five bedrooms, about 20 beds, and there's a living room, a little rec room. So it's perfect for like a small youth group or a, a small ladies group, men's group, or... Cool. Uh, a couple families that want to get together, and they have their own little space. There's a kitchenette and a living room there. Nice. Um, so it can be can be accommodate a small group, or it can just be five bedrooms that uh, for a bigger group. You know, there's yeah. 150, 200 people here, and and that's just that's part of their housing. Right. Right. So you also have a campground. Yes, which, we do. Which is pretty cool. So, yeah. um, tell us about your campground. Yeah, that, so that's great. That's one of the most more recent things that we have been able to to construct, and it's a um, it's about two acres of grass, and it has a real nice bathhouse, um, women's and men's bathhouse with the showers and sinks and toilets, and then um, it has a screened-in pavilion that holds about a hundred people, and we have um, a few cat, rustic cabins. Cool. And so you just, you come, bring your tents, bring your food, bring your everything, and then <laughs> you just camp out for the weekend with your family or your church or your friends. Awesome. And, uh, have, have a wonderful weekend together. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. So Singing Hills, folks, in Plainfield, New Hampshire, uh, you really should contact them. That's mm-hmm. singinghills.net. You can get all the information. Thank you, Philip, very much for coming on Art for Living. We appreciate you. And uh, good luck in your future at Singing Hills. It's 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 definitely worth a trip for a family or a group to experience. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy to talk with you. Pleasure, pleasure.
Have a great day out there. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. This is Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host. Thanks for being with us. <laughs>